what to build, what to build. Oh, come on, Lucy. Wow, you're a builder. You're a maker. You're a... <gasps> I got it! Tool call. Hammer. Hammer. Wrench. Wrench. Drill. Drill. Great job, Kapow. Great job, Kapow. Oh, no, wait, that's me. Great job, Lucy Wow. Oh, brother. Now all we have to do is turn this thing on. Let the show begin. Yo, kids, yo! It's me, Kapow, the mechanical pygmy goat, here with my co-host, Guy Nibble. Inventor, motorbike maniac, and alter ego of Kyomatic. Today we're going to be talking about a man who not only invented a whole new style of art, but who changed the way we see the world. Now, I know what you're thinking. How did he change the way we see the world? Did he run all over the entire world and paint it new colors? Did he use some sort of magic paintbrush? Or did he just sneak around one night and put special sunglasses on everyone so when they woke up the world looked different? Well, the answer is sunglasses at night. He'd sneak down the chimney. No, Kapow. That's not true. Picasso changed the way we see the world by changing the rules of art, never giving up, and most importantly, by using his big, talented brain and the power of invention. Oh, you're right. I was thinking he used sunglasses because that's what I wrote down on this piece of paper. But now I remember, this is my Sonny's pupusa recipe. Sunglasses aren't food, Kapow. What? A sunglasses and cheese pupusa is delicious. It's creamy, crunchy, and UV resistant. Just like Pablo Picasso. Ugh, I don't think he was any of those things. But let's just start. Pablo Picasso was born in Spain in 1881. His father was a painter and an art teacher. Picasso liked to draw right from the start. Legend has it that his first word was piz, short for pencil, in Spanish. It soon became clear to everyone who met him that this kid was a talented artist. When he was 14, Pablo attended a famous art school in Barcelona. A few years later, he went to another school in Madrid. However, Pablo got bored with the classic teachings of art school. It was nothing but rules and limits. Pablo didn't want to paint like people hundreds of years ago. He wanted to test the limits of art and create something new, like a sunglasses and cheese pupusa. Anyway, Pablo first experimented with colors. Rather than paint things the color they were in the world, he would change them all to one unique color. First, he had a blue period. For four years, his paintings were dominated by the color blue. It was very different than anything any other artist had done. But it wasn't the new innovation he was looking for. So then Pablo got into warmer colors, pinks, reds, oranges, and beiges. Art historians call this time in Pablo's life the Rose Period. These paintings were beautiful, but still weren't the new vision Pablo was hungry for. Just like I'm hungry for sunglasses! Now, while Picasso was searching for something new, something else found him. Success! His blue and rose periods made him popular in the European art world. Soon he was friends with a ton of artists. And one of these people 
was George Brock. George also wanted to invent something new. The two men quickly became close friends. They spent all of their time together trying to invent a new style of art that could capture the energy and spirit of the modern world around them. Moving on from colors, Pablo began looking elsewhere, including studying art forms that had never been appreciated before, like African tribal art. This tribal art used shapes and angles that Pablo found fascinating. Looking at this African art, Pablo was hit with a new idea. What if a painting could show different views at once? After all, no one sees the world the same as anybody else. He began working on this idea right away. In 1907, Pablo's work paid off and he painted something totally new. It was a portrait of five women, all shown from different angles at the same time. It broke nearly every rule of traditional Western painting. Georges loved and hated the painting at the same time, but he was definitely inspired by it. So together, they started working on painting more paintings in this new style. Over a period of two years, they spent every evening together, with neither artist pronouncing a painting done until agreed by the other. In 1908, a French critic saw one of their new paintings and felt that all of the different viewpoints combined to look like cubes. He named this new style Cubism, and the name stuck. Some people hated Cubism, and other people loved it. But however they felt, everyone in the art world was talking about this new style. Soon, others started working in the Cubist style, and Cubism became a movement. And this movement didn't just affect painting, it influenced other forms as well. Writers like James Joyce and Virginia Woolf, composers like Ivor Stravinsky, and filmmakers like Fritz Lang, all were inspired to show a Cubist view of the world. So Pablo had his invention, but he was never one to be satisfied. So in time, he moved on to new and different styles of art, and along the way, became one of the most famous and successful artists of all time. But while his own styles kept changing, he never changed his goal of trying to get people to see the world differently. Pablo helped us realize that no one sees the world the same way, but those differences are beautiful. Now that's what I call the power of sunglasses. And I think you mean the power of invention. Oh, right, ha! I'm so hungry I got confused. Well, it looks like Kapow needs a snack, so we better finish up. But if you'd like to talk more about Picasso, Art, Cubism, Flugerville, Kapow, or me, Guy Neville, just send an email to guy at gokidgo.com. Or to me at kapow at gokidgo.com. We might even read your question on a podcast. But until then, I hope you have yourself an inventive day. Make something, build something, go big, and then go bigger. Go, kid, go. Go, kid, go. Go, kid, go. 